0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on the Big Talker 1700. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. And an action-packed show. All right, let's not oversell it here. Jimmy B, he'll be joining us in a moment. Jimmy B stepped in the bathroom. I don't know where he is. We'll get to him in just a moment. But Jimmy B's here somewhere, and he'll uh, he'll join us. Ridiculous. Only Jimmy B. Well, a busy show, is always, lined up here for you today, as always, at 140. Mitch Holtis will check back in with his training camp reports with Kansas City Chiefs camps. The Chiefs getting ready for preseason game number two coming up over the weekend here on your home and away voice for the Kansas City Chiefs, 1700 KBGG. We got that at 140 today. We got some cyclone talk today as we're going to have Alex Halstead stopping by 1225 this afternoon. A look with him and a lot to talk about as we continue to break down this Iowa State team. Fall camp now a couple weeks into it. What we've seen, some takeaways maybe some young guys that you're taking a look at, who's going to be able to join in and certainly help the team. We'll talk with Alex Halstead about that coming up here at 1225 today. Also, a trek over to Chicago with Steve Greenberg. will be our guest to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. Steve will join us, and we'll talk a lot of Cubs with him. Uh, the Chicago Sun-Times columnist will get a look at that. A little bit on the Bears. Uh, a look to Chicago coming up to kick off the 1 o'clock hour, and uh, a lot of Cubs talk there as That race continues to be very contentious, though the Cubs last night with a big, big victory in that one. Also, a little bit later on in the program today, the 2 o'clock hour, it'll be Wolfgang. A lot of Hawkeye talk with him. The basketball team for the Hawkeyes finished up their trek over in Europe. Some big numbers that came out of that one. A deep dive into those numbers uh, coming up to kick off the 2 o'clock hour, and then plenty of football talk also with the Big Ten and the Hawkeyes with Wolfgang in the 2 o'clock hour. With that, we get ready to roll here, and Jimmy yeah, B. Yeah, let's go.
2: Come on, man. I'm ready. Let's go.
1: So what? The, the old man disease got you? You had to run to the bathroom quick? I mean, what's going on here? 12.02. This thing fires up. You got to be ready to go.
2: You can't be sitting on the crapper. Well, here's the problem. You know that little pill that I take sometimes? I took the wrong one. I took the X-lax instead of the other one, so I had an issue
1: you got plenty of issues there. There's no doubt <laughs> about that. So, uh, Jim, yesterday, the Hawkeyes, uh, it was happening, in fact, during the show yesterday, rolled to another easy victory in their European tour, beating the Vicenza All-Stars 88-49. Luka Garza, another excellent game out of him. So I got the, uh, the full numbers here in front of me, of the four games. They didn't play anybody worth a okay. crap. I mean, it was right. four yeah. terrible teams that they saw over there. Luka Garza, we've talked about how good he played over there. A couple of things, though, that jump off more than shooting 71% from the floor, averaging 22.5 points in 18.5 minutes. A couple of things that jumped off, though. First of all, 21-26, 81% from the free throw line. Hey, I don't care what gym you're shooting in. In a game environment, to do that as a freshman big game, man, that's very impressive. And he averaged more than 10 boards a game in 18 minutes of contest. Again, rebounding, there weren't a whole lot of big guys that he was going up against, but to get that many rebounds in that few minutes, those were two things, I think even more than the scoring, that were very impressive in Luca Garza. Uh,
2: I've stated on this program that I think that he's going to be better than what people actually thought. I don't know yet how it's going to translate, obviously, into the Big Ten because we don't, but what we have seen When he has played against some other bigger guys, like in the PTL, uh, he was still dominant. So I don't think he's going to go in and dominate the Big Ten, but I don't think he's going to be intimidated by anybody. doesn't seem to have that sort of personality. He seems that he's got a real solid foundation of basketball knowledge and skill and I believe that he's going to be better than what people were hoping for, just as a freshman coming in.
1: Oh, they're, they're, yeah, I, I think that the expectations now are going to ratchet up. You always want yes. to caution it, and more than any position, true centers at the collegiate level. You know, you're you're back to the basket, big guy. They tend to take a little bit longer to develop than some other positions. Guards, at the very least, though, looks ready to go. And I think most importantly. If he can patrol the middle, not as a shot blocker, he's not gonna guy that's gonna you know block three shots a game anything like that. But much like Adam Woodbury, being that guy in the middle, the big body, the guy that can be there protecting the rim, if he can do that, that's gonna go a long way in helping this team improve defensively. We know the struggles they had on that end of the floor last year.
2: Look, they they did not have great rim protection, and I think that that'll be better this year. I think that Tyler Cook will be better at it. Mm-hmm. I think I think that when Nunge's in and Kreener is in, and we know that coming from the weak side, Nicholas Bear uh, some makes some incredible defensive plays. So I think they're going to be better at it this year as far as rim protection is concerned. I, I just think that they're still young, and they're still going to make some mistakes, but they're not freshmen anymore. The guys that are obviously returning. And I think the new crop of freshmen are solid players, Trent. And I think they will contribute immediately, particularly Garza. Oh, no. Jim's got to run out again. Yeah. What's
1: you all right? that? You're right there, Jimmy B. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm good to go. I, I, thought, I thought I saw something come across your face. I thought you had to run out
2: again. Just a, just, a, just a moment of insecurity, but I'm okay. Good. You're making <laughs> me nervous over there. Well, for Iowa basketball, a couple other things that uh,
1: jump out to me, just taking a look at the overall stats from the four games. Isaiah Moss shoots 12 of 16 from downtown. That's great. I mean, he shoots 75% for three. Of course, that, that's unbelievable. But just right. two free throw attempts. I've mentioned this throughout the summer a couple of times, and we're hearing that Moss played well in the PTL and those kind of reports that we got, Jim. He is one of the few players on this roster, though, that has an ability off the bounce to get to the rim. You know, A guy that mm-hmm. can beat people off the dribble and then be able to finish once he gets there. I just don't want to see Isaiah Moss settle. it. I want to see him be the complete player that I believe he can be. Not just a guy that can score, not just a guy that can shoot it, but using that ability to get to the rim. And that's, I guess, as good as the numbers are. And when you're shooting that well, of course, you're just going to keep chucking up threes. But not just relying only on that. Because they're going to need that dimension to his game, too. Bohannon, Mm -hmm. regardless of how much better he can get off the dribble, we know the shooting ability that he has, all those kind of things. He's never physically going to be a guy that is going to be able to finish effectively, and I think that's why we saw him you know, throughout the summer really working on that runner, uh, that little floater that he could throw up there because getting to the rim, getting you know, up there and being able to lay it in against defense is going to be difficult because he's not a real big guy. Moss has the physicality to do that. I
2: just want to see that be a big part of his game too. I'm with you on that. I, I, want, to see, I want to see a transformation. Uh, from what we saw last year, into something much better this year. And I believe that he has the goods to make that happen. I I just think that the confidence factor is going to be better. And if he is indeed uh, playing with that sort of fever uh, throughout the rest of the season, I, I was a dark horse here. I mean, everybody's obviously looking at Michigan State and and saying, okay, Purdue, okay, we get that. Uh, for some reason, Trent, I I just have this feeling that Iowa has a chance to be better than maybe what a lot of people think they're going to be in the Big Ten. So uh, continuing on some
1: other numbers, I mentioned Jordan Bohannon. Didn't shoot it real well over there, 6-25. No, and 25. He did No. Four of 19 from three-point range, and and also another guy that struggled shooting the basketball over on the European trip trip was Brady Ellingson. Fran, he uh, he had mentioned, yeah, uh, he's he's hitting everything over the last three weeks. He must have forgot to bring that shooting with him across the pond. Two of 15 from three-point range for
2: Brady Ellingson. I'm not going to jump up and down and say I'm real concerned ab- about that. I'll be concerned if it continues when they get into non-conference play and the guy can't throw it in the ocean. But I'm not going to worry about it now. Look, everybody adjusts to different environment differently. And maybe the sight lines were bad. Maybe the lighting wasn't as good. Maybe, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up as an excuse for these guys why they didn't shoot it worth a damn. Because they didn't, and you're right. But I'm not going to sit here and freak out about a european trip where they played against guys like you and me and and dominated every game in fact it really they re- weren't really games they were more like a scrimmage because the scores were so bad so i I'm, I'm i'm not going to get that that concerned let them come back get back in the states back in the gym in iowa city and just sort of chill and relax and then we'll pick things up from there if it is a issue trent when the non-conference schedule begins, then Fran McCaffrey's going to have to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that He is, is.
2: He is. The depth of this team, it is
1: a great thing. It's a concerning thing. It's a lot of back and forth that is happening there. And what other note on Brady Ellingson. Uh, do you remember right before they went over there, Fran McCaffrey mentioned him as a senior. Of course, he redshirted one of his years he is a redshirt junior by eligibility, but he would have one more year of eligibility. With what they have, mm-hmm. Connor McCaffrey not on scholarship this year. They're also bringing in the freshman uh, from Kentucky next year to go along with what they have with Camp coming in. Could it be a spot where they just say, all right, thank you for your time? Much like what happened with Dale Jones, had another year of eligibility. He right. moved on and finished on that. Brady Ellingson is the guy who said, you got your degree, good luck to you. But we're going to need you to move on.
2: Could be. I mean, look, it happens in in college sports all the time. Mm-hmm. You see guys transfer. You see guys come and go. You see that senior transfer rule work for guys like that. Uh, look, if it if it does, it does. I, I he's got talent coming in next year. I mean, some big time shooting talent from the outside, and coupled with what he has now on the front line. Uh, This team is going to be dangerous for several seasons. I mean, they're they're not going to go away as a one-year wonder here or just two years. These guys are going to be competitive in the Big Ten for several seasons. And I just think that if you get to the point, and I thought you made a very good point, about guys that are struggling with their shot, and if they are, and McCaffrey then has to make some tough decisions, Trent, you might be right. You might see guys then invoke that opportunity and go play someplace else. Well, a lot of basketball later in the show. Wolfgang will stop by. We'll break things
1: down with him in the 2 o'clock hour. Right now, Jim, let's take a look at what happened in the world of sports last night a little in case you missed it. What do you think? I'm ready, pal. Let's go for it. Well, the Dancing Bears were continuing once again in Chicago. <laughs> I love that.
2: I the love Bulletin, the Dancing Bears.
1: As we take a look back, in case you missed it from yesterday, today presented by our friends at Bellagio. Jimmy B., you like Italian food, right?
2: Yes, I do, man. You can uh, twist my arm any time for it to go to Italian food. Where should I go, Trent?
1: Well, you know, everybody's out at the fair. You're eating that crappy food. Enough of that. Have a good Italian meal, something made by people that know what they're doing. Make it Bellagio, their newest location right up the road from us here in Urbandale on 100th Street along with the original down in Norwalk. You're thinking good Italian food from the standards, the spaghetti, lasagna, to great pizza and everything else, Bellagio. 100th Street in Urbandale along with the original in Norwalk. Let's kick it off with those cubbies, Jimmy B., 15 to 5 victory and back to back Jacks in a big, big fourth inning, starting with Chris Bryant. Bryant to deep
0: left, way back. It's gone. A two run homer to make it 6 to 2.
1: 15 to 5 they're dancing they're having good somebody's wearing a
2: chicken head out there i have no idea who that was but that was great stuff
1: (laughs) so jimmy b you uh you pretend like you're a good dancer at least
2: you've told us as much what's your go-to dance move well i don't use the sprinkler anymore that used to be it okay I, i i don't do that and I don't do the funky chicken anymore cuz sure. that's too old and you ask me what the hell the funky chicken is anyway. You're right. So, I'm 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 kind of down. I I guess I I guess a little bit. I would probably go to A the monkey or B the bony maroni. That's what I would go to. The bony maroni. Sounds, yes, the Bony
1: Maroni. That sounds like something that you were just doing in
2: the bathroom as the show was starting. <laughs> Stop that. Hey, come on. This is a family show. No, it was a dance Love way back when. Boney
1: Maroney. All right, let's continue That's it? On. Yeah, Let's go next. <laughs> to Oakland late into the evening last night, a tight one, until Cam Gallagher comes to the plate and hits his first Major League homer, Jimmy B, and it was a big one.
0: Perfect time to get your first Major League ribby. And to the left field corner
3: and go! Yes, Cam! Cam Gallagher's first major league home run
0: is a grand slam. <laughs> Cha ching! Oh, that's beautiful!
1: Pitch middle in a grand slam. How's that to kick off your major league career with the homer for the first time doing it a grand slam in a tight game?
2: I'd say that's going to be pretty special. And that piece of video, he will play for his kids, his kids will play for his grandkids, and the grandkids will play it then for their kids. That's how special that is going to be. That just doesn't happen, and that was awesome. Well, we'll Major League
1: Baseball tonight. The Cubs at home again for Cincinnati. It'll be Kyle Hendricks on the mound for the Cubbies. The Twins, they have Cleveland, a big three-game set. Big fat Bartolo yeah. Colon on the mound. <laughs> in that one looking forward to uh that st louis they're out in boston as it'll be mike leake on the mound for the cardinals milwaukee hosting pittsburgh important series kansas city continues in oakland tonight hamill on the mound for the royals and uh some scoreboard watching along with that jimmy b it's a fun time
2: hey finally into the baseball I am into the baseball. I told you that. Once we get into August, I start to lock and load a little bit. Look, Cardinals are right there with the Cubs, a game and a half back. Brewers are two and a half. Pir- uh, Pirates are beginning to fade now. Uh, they're four and a half. I don't think they're going to keep up, but I do think the Cardinals and Brewers are still going to be around in that central division just to make it interesting as we uh, play all the way into September. I, i Look, you and I both stated the Cubs have more talent than any of those uh, those clubs that are chasing them. They should win this division. But I just think that it's, you know, they're they're not going to run away and hide by 15 games like a lot of fans, I think, thought was going to take place. That was, in case you missed it, presented by Bellagio
1: for fine Italian dining in a relaxed atmosphere. Make it Bellagio, 100th Street in Urbandale. We'll come back on the other side. Time for some Cyclone Talk. Alex Halstead joins us next here on the Big Talker 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and T.C. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
4: At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
1: or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com.
6: American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck, they have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Toppers' new location at the fair, just south of the Varied Industries building. With any concrete slab, concrete settlement is a common problem. Changes in underlying soil causes sidewalks, driveways, porches, and pool decks to shift and crack, resulting in significant and expensive repairs. At Midwest Basement Systems, our patented poly level system is an inexpensive proven solution of lightweight expansive foam that lifts the slab back into place. Don't replace it, raise it.
5: You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's t a k l dot com. Hey, it's Trent Condon
1: here from Jimmy B and T C. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you.
0: Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, where we can be reached at 515-333- 3-1-1-5-7-7. We're JOM Shooter Supply. See you soon. It's
7: that time of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft House 50. Best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50. Your place for all things sports.
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till three o'clock today. It's always a good time when we talk cyclones with Alex Halstead, twenty-four-seven cyclone alert, and he comes to us, of course, on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West he Des does, Alex, we good afternoon. He, he does. He do, does. But he. But. <laughs> Yeah. But,
1: but I got to interrupt you. Yeah. Because we got to call her on the line first. Jeff, Jeff's been okay. going on. He wants to talk to us. We'll get to Alex here in just a moment. But our old friend Jeff checking in again. Jeffrey, what is happening?
0: Oh, my word. I'm just sending out prayers to Rick Nature Boy Flair. He had a little problem. He's been in the hospital. But we're going to be praying for him. And I just want to tell Jimmy B that you are a stud sheen. I've been at bars where you've been at, and the smoking hot ladies are coming up one after another. <laughs> I just want to tell you, you guys have a great show. <laughs> Thank you, it. Jeff.
2: Yeah, those those smoking hot ladies that are seventy-five and up. Yeah, I'm doing great with that crowd. The geriatric <laughs> crowd. You are you are hot in the community, Jimmy B. I I am. I am. That's uh that's great. I told you. That any time you find a hot one like that and you compliment them and you say, oh, very nice teeth. Your teeth are like stars. They come out at night. No. It's good. Jeez. With that, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you
1: very much. We make the <laughs> unfortunate transition into Alex Halstead, who joins us, CyclotAlert.com, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Alex, I apologize for all that, and I apologize for making you wait with Jimmy B's awful joke.
3: Oh, no, that's okay. I like hearing Jimmy's jokes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me just, before we get to Alex, uh, let me just follow up on what he said about Ric Flair. And yes, uh, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, he is in the hospital. Uh, they say, however, it was not heart related. It was something else. Uh, but we shall see. But the nature boy, uh, he did set the bar and no one else has reached that standard of personality and charisma in the ring like Ric Flair ever did. So that's all I'll say on the wrestling, but from that standpoint i just thought trent maybe we should at least wish the guy well and hope he gets back on his feet here quickly
1: well you can give me dan gable anytime over a fake wrestler yes thoughts and prayers with him <laughs> in, in this time but yeah i think there was pen- plenty of people with more ring presence in real wrestling than what you're talking about R- rick flair regardless alex uh, you want to talk some football with us help us out here a little bit what do you think
3: yeah we're two and a half weeks away and Iowa State wraps up fall camp this week, so it's getting really close. It kind of starts to get real. You know, this weekend they'll wrap up fall camp and then classes start Monday. And a little bit different this this year. No game on that first week for Iowa State, which kind of gives them a little bit more time to get acclimated. And then that second week of classes, uh, they'll obviously open the season with you and I.
2: Hey, Alex, uh, from the so-called quiet scrimmage the where people couldn't watch, all right, what do your sources tell you? Come on, it's just you and us talking.
3: Yeah, there, there wasn't a ton to come out of it for you know one main reason and that's because it sounds like you know for the most part they kind of held out some of the main guys from the scrimmage. It's a little bit different than the spring where for three consecutive Saturdays finishing with that spring game in mid-April we know that they scrimmage you know those three consecutive Saturdays full scrimmages and all that sort of thing. In the fall it's a little bit different because they. You know, there's been a couple practices where they've went live for 30 minutes and they've had officials at the game or, I should say, at the field um, in kind of a scrimmage setting, but it's not the same type of deal where they always have all these scrimmages and, you know, go kind of go all, all out. This was kind of the main one, but, you know, I don't think they played, you know, guys like Mike Warren and David Montgomery uh, much, if at all. And so the names I heard, you know, that kind of came out of it um, were younger guys uh you know, Sheldon Crony was one name that I heard a couple times, and obviously he's their fourth-string running back. But Lou Ageny actually told us last week when we talked to him that he's put himself in a position to earn reps. And I think if nothing else, that gives them the ability that if they have injuries, if Keney doesn't work his way back and anything happens, that they've got another running back that's been on scholarship for obviously several years now uh, that they feel comfortable with at least giving him some reps. And then um, Deshante Jones was a guy that I heard – Really played well in this scrimmage. And, you know, he's behind Trevor Ryan at that M position, but, you know, I think that's more of just uh, putting both guys on there. Uh, They're both going to play a ton. And I think uh, DeShante could have a big year this year for Iowa State.
1: Yeah, DeShante, I loved what they saw out of him a year ago. And you got two guys that are of the smallish variety with Jones and with Trevor Ryan. How do they utilize those guys in different ways? Is there going to be even more to the playbook now in in year number two, finding them not just coming out of the slot different ways in the run game to get them involved even more than we saw a year ago?
3: Yeah, you know, I asked DeSante that if he thinks his role will continue to expand now that they've kind of found more ways to use him. And he downplayed that a little bit. You know, I do think they'll probably use them more and more. I think we'll see DeSante get a lot more touches than he did uh, last year as a true freshman. You know, I assume they're going to find more ways to use them, but I think more than anything, they're going to kind of offset their, um, their bigger presence. Uh, you know, they're going to have, you know, Matt Eaton, Alan Lazard, um, you know, as outside guys, Hakeem Butler, then you added Chase Allen in there. They're going to have some taller guys on the field, and if they can, you know, get those guys like Desante and, and Trevor Ryan matched up on the right guys, you know, that, that's, I think, one thing that they're going to do more of this year, is they're going to try to get guys matched up you know, get the defense to be matched up on the wrong guys by using those big guys and then putting those smaller guys in there. And I think that actually extends to David Montgomery, you know. Lou Aiene, again, going back to him last week when we talked to him and the running backs, you know, he said that, you know, David Montgomery could split out wide and if they can get him on a linebacker, they feel good about that. And so, you know, the whole thing, is I think, it's going to be trying to exploit different matchups by moving that size around. And I think that's one way we'll see that end position kind of evolve uh, this year, maybe even, like I said, some of the running backs splitting out wide.
2: Okay, since you just referenced that, then, are you telling me, then, that you're going to see Montgomery and Warren on the field in a set at the same time?
3: I think it's definitely a possibility. You know, I think when when you talk about those two and the fact that they've liked true freshman Johnny Lang's emergence and he's another guy that can kind of be a ball catcher, I, I think they feel like they can do some different things with the running backs, and that's kind of one way to get multiple running backs involved in the game, even if,
2: Oh no! Did we lose Alex? Did we lose him? Is he gone? Alex, yeah. <laughs> he, he is off. He just che- he just checked out on us. <laughs> I'll give a call back. All right. Yeah. See if you can get him back on. Look, I would love to see like what we've been talking about with the Hawkeyes, with with Butler and Watley on the uh, field at the same time. I wouldn't mind seeing Montgomery and Warren on the field at the same time in some different sets. I, I would I would find that very interesting. And I'd love to see how defenses then try to uh, stack up against that. And if you send one guy in motion and the other guy is positioned as the running back, I, I mean, there's there's so many different ways and combinations to utilize your your best talent. And we all think that Iowa State's offense should be relatively productive. Yeah. It's still the defense that, you know, we're, we're kind of thinking about. Is Alex back yet? A- Alex is back, and let's jump over
1: to that defense. Uh, some early returns that you heard from over there, uh, some names that are starting to pop out on the defensive side. It's going to be a lot of new names over there and certainly need some guys that can take a step forward.
3: Yeah, you know, the main name that kind of is standing out, and there's a video out there on social media today that I'm sure some people saw, and it's Ray Lima on that defensive front in the middle, you know, we talked to Lima last week, and he doesn't like to talk about himself much. But everybody else says that he's kind of transformed to that room a little bit. Uh, he had an interception, a pick six at practice. I think it was yesterday, and he's a guy that could make a difference. You know, they haven't really had that kind of size in the middle for some time now. You know, got three hundred pounder that's going to be there in the middle, and depending on what they can put around him. Obviously, they have they've got Vernell Trent next to him, another guy that's a returner. But you know, I think Ray Lima is probably one of the keys to how much better that defensive line can be. Um, and then the defensive backs, they've been really happy with, you know, so far, you know, they're going to start a ton of experience back there. When you look at uh, the safeties are going to be Kamari Katamoya and Reggie Wilkerson who comes over from Georgia along with Everett Edward Edwards. And then your corners are DeAndre Payne and Brian Peavy, you know, three seniors and two juniors. And so they're really happy about the secondary, I think. And um, the big question really across the defense is, you know, what kind of depth do they have there? Because, they like some of the talent, but a lot of the backups there are young. You know, look at Reggie Wilkerson's backup, his redshirt freshman, Lawrence White, who I think is probably in mind to be a starter in 2018 as a sophomore, and they've really liked him. I think he's pushing Wilkerson in that position, but you just don't have a lot of experience when you look at uh, maybe the 2D back or some of those guys.
2: Okay, so you haven't referenced the starting middle linebacker yet in Joel Lanning. Uh, did you hear much out of that, or was he one of the guys who didn't get a lot of reps?
3: I don't know if he did a ton of reps. I didn't hear specifically how he performed in the uh, scrimmage, but you know, John Haycock, you know, told us that he's about where they ex- would expect him to be for having basically practiced 15 spring practices, and now they're probably 12 practices or so into the fall. You know, he's probably less than 30 practices into the linebacker position, but. You know, by all accounts, he's picked things up in terms of what he's supposed to do out there. I think it's going to be interesting to see what he looks like when they're putting him on the field for 60 reps or so. But um, you know, it sounds like he's still performing well in the spring, and or I should say in the fall. And it'll be interesting to see what he looks like against you and I because I don't know if we'll hear much more about him. You know, we talked to uh, John Haycock last week. We'll get Tyson White this week to talk to him more about how is going. But it's kind of just been the status quo of. He's picking things up. He's looking good out there. And I'm not sure if we'll hear much else until we get to actually see him.
1: We're talking with Alex Alstead here with a look at Iowa State football going on, fall practice as they get ready for things. Uh, Up front, we're still waiting for uh, the big guy to make his way. Any update on Kahn Moore?
3: No, that's kind of still the waiting game. And I think at this point, you know, uh, has finished his classes at Juco. Iowa State can't really do anything else. I think now it's kind of in that camera Mar territory where it's up to compliance and the NCAA and so they still expect him to be at Iowa State but you know I think they're finalizing that process and I think Iowa State's probably a lot more confident than you know the compliance (laughs) office probably has to work through a lot more things but you know classes start August 21st and so I think within the next five or six days you know by then we're gonna have to know what's going on there I think you can get here a few days late and still obviously enroll but you know, if he's here in the first day of classes, that gives him two weeks before you and I. I don't think you would expect him to play a ton then. But when we talked to Eli Rasheed um, about him, you know, he brought him up and said he expects him here soon. And he said even if he can help them in game four, you know, they, they'll take any depth they can get in the middle. Sure. Um, he's got to has to play right away. And so, uh, you know, if you can get him by the first or second conference game even, you know, I think that's still a, a bonus for you. You know, ideally for Iowa State, You could put yourselves in position in a couple of those non-conference games to get him reps at least, and um, we'll see if that happens. First, he's got to get to campus, and they're still optimistic, but they're still kind of just waiting. I think probably you know, kind of on the NCAA clearinghouse.
2: Alex Halstead is our guest. He's on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Uh, Let me just go back to the offense quickly. And quarterback Jacob Park. There's not a lot being said about him. I think most people believe it's a given that they expect him to play well. What have you heard about how Park has, I guess, sort of transformed himself from those three or four final games of last season and now how he looks getting ready for this season?
3: Yeah, that storyline has been kind of quieter. You know, I think in the Big 12 as a whole, he's been kind of maybe overlooked a little bit. He kind of gets pegged down there, not as one of those maybe top three or four, top five quarterbacks in the league, which... Depending on how Iowa State's offense clicks, you could probably put numbers up with some of those guys. So it's going to be interesting. But like you said, you know he had an important off season. You know this was the first time since he's been out of high school that he's been at the same place in the same program for a full year. You know he left Georgia, didn't have a summer there. He was at JUCO, came to Iowa State, and so this is his first true summer. And I talked to Park, and he told me he went through Iowa State season. I think he said he watched all the games three or four times this summer, plus some other film. It sounds like he spent a lot of time in the film room trying to just learn that way. Uh, he looks noticeably bigger, um, you know, in terms of his upper body build. So I think he's done what he needs to do this off season. I think, you know, I know Alan Lazard's excited because he's never had the same quarterback for an entire season. And little things like that can really make a difference with those receivers when you're not switching between quarterbacks and, and trying to get your rhythm down especially for a guy like Lazard, who four of his uh, 100-yard games came in the last five games last year. So if that pattern continues, I think they could be um, in line for a successful passing game. uh, Park's got the weapons, and I think he's got the tools, but uh, it'll be interesting because, you know, obviously he was a highly regarded kid out of high school. I think this is the first time he's going to have a chance to really showcase it for an entire season.
1: 18 days away from kickoff. We're getting closer and closer. Alex Halstead with CycloneAlert.com. Alex, as always, good catching up with you. We'll do it again next week, and uh, we're getting there. We're getting through this football off season and getting close to real football right around the corner.
3: Yeah, it's, it's crazy how close it is, and all this basketball recruiting is starting to heat up, too. I think that will be an important month of September for them uh, as they try to get some commits as well.
1: We'll hit on the basketball next week. Alex Halstead, CycloneAlert.com. Thanks, as always, for your time, Alex.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good week.
1: We'll take the time out here. Got a little something for you, Jimmy B. I'm gonna kick you out of the uh, chair. We're gonna bring in our buddy Nick from the Draft House. What do you think?
2: Hey, it's always great, man, when Nick rolls in. Uh, man, oh man, oh man, oh god! I, I, I got a. I went and got the blackened chicken salad the other night. I mean, it is absolutely superb. I probably shouldn't tell him that, but <laughs> but it what but but it was. I know now he's gonna get a fat head, but. That's okay.
1: That is okay. We got Nick stopping by, talking about our League of Champions fantasy football. You're interested? Keep listening and find out how to get in our League of Champions and also a chance to win a free pint of beer. Keep listening right here. Jimmy B and T.C.
3: Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki
0: and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom.
1: Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said.
7: It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable.
1: Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. But well, it's, it, I, I it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, My underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove men plus care antiperspirant.
0: Tough on sweat, not on skin. This is Charles Osgood. Writing job descriptions, sifting through resumes, setting up interviews, hiring is hard. But Indeed.com makes it easier. Post your jobs, manage candidates, schedule interviews, all on Indeed. And since independent research shows Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, Easy works. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. If your vehicle isn't stopping like it used to, visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for the Summer Brake Deals event. Take advantage of the O'Reilly Auto Parts Do It Right rebate and get a $25 O'Reilly gift card by mail when you buy a set of Brake Best Select pads and a pair of rotors. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: Life's never perfect, but as Realtors, we know living it in the perfect place can make a big difference. Imagine. Hiding from your screeching children in that spacious walk-in closet. Watching the neighbor's dog poop on the freshly sodded grass you negotiated during closing. Dropping your cell phone in the toilet of the spa-like five-piece bathroom. Again. (laughs) So get the perfect place to house all of life's imperfections. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
6: Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100 street in urbandale villaggio italian restaurant
0: jim Brunson, trent condon it's jimmy b and tc on 1700 kbgg live from the wolf construction studio sponsored by wolf construction roofing here's jim and trent
1: welcome back jimmy b and tc on the big talker 1700 Our good friend Nick from Draft House 50, he is along with us here. Nick, our fantasy football contest continues as we're giving away a pint of beer a day. Pint of beer a day. You guys are good. I mean, it's simple. You get a pint of beer just by qualifying to get in our contest. And we're going to do it a little later in the show today. Keep listening in for your chance to win. Uh, We're going to be doing this all the way up until our draft night, Wednesday, September 6th. The League of Champions. Nick, before we get to that point... How many drafts are you going to be in before that?
7: I'm trying to keep it very minimal this year. Okay,
1: all right. You're not going overboard.
7: Uh, I always say that, and then next thing I know, I'm in five leagues. and <laughs> It happens every year. Every really. year.
1: I have my base of four. Base of four. Mm-hmm. And now this will be number five because you and my, me are going to be in this too. Right. So we're going to have a great contest. It's going to be a lot of fun. So for people that haven't heard the full details, our League of Champions, every day when you get the cue to call, call into the show. Got a simple trivia question for you. Get it right. You already won your pint of beer. Simple. Simple. And free. All you have to do is know very, very little about fantasy football, about NFL football, and you're in. A question one day, this NFL running back was nicknamed Sweetness. Come on. If you don't know Walter Payton well, then I'm going to hang up on (laughs) you. So that's how easy the questions are. It is very, very simple. Now, of course, you don't like the Bears one. You're, right. You want a Packers question. Right, yeah. This guy sent a picture of his genitalia <laughs> to a young lady. Brett Favre. Brett yeah, Favre. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's the one you want? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, you, you answer that question. Uh, that's, in. I'm in. Yeah. You're automatically in. But it'll be very simple questions. So keep listening in each and every day here. Your chance to qualify will be out there Wednesday, September 6th. It's the night before the NFL kickoff. And uh, we're going to have our draft that night. You'll be in the running to be in the draft. We're going to have a trivia contest. We're going to whittle it down from there, have our 10 contestants in there, and you uh, 10 will go up against me and Nick and a chance for some great prizes talked about. You guys got gift cards, mm-hmm. golf passes, yeah. all kinds of swag that you guys get out of Draft House 50. Right. And uh, we're working on one other special one dealing with, uh, well, the two, your choice of the two big in-state schools here. Uh, maybe some tickets and and a little bit more, but that's all we can say right now. That's all we can say right that's now. That's it. But just get in, just get in when we tell you to call in, get in. So fantasy football wise, looking at things this year, David Johnson, former Panther, yeah, number one, number pretty one, much everywhere, right? everywhere. Yeah, I would say so. You get the number one pick, that's where you're going. That's where I'm going. You're go nowhere else now, Nowhere else. We're talking standard scoring here. We're uh-huh. not talking about you know. The- I played in the league for years. The guys wanted to play. Six points for t- passing touchdowns instead of four. And then it makes, well, then you got to have a quarterbacker. Mm-hmm. No, no. Standard scoring. That's what we're doing here. For every 10 yards you get rushing and receiving, it's a point. And we'll do decimals too. I, right. I like the decimals. I do too. I, I think it's ridiculous. A guy runs for 99 yards and you only get nine points as opposed to 9.9. Right. Yeah. Come on. Every yard that you get is going to be worth something. Six points for rushing receiving touchdowns. Four points for passing touchdowns, mm-hmm. and that's how you go. The standard scoring. No crazy stuff here, Nothing right? crazy. No, no. We'll, we'll keep it as simple as possible. Plus, for everybody that qualifies to get in the league, and uh, those 10 people that will be in with us, Nick, they're going to be on the show. Yeah. We'll talk about your fantasy team. Talk about, really, whatever you want to talk about. Right. And we'll have a good time with that. Talk so, about how
7: about I beat you last week. And...
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah. So you're confident. You're feeling good. I'm now, feeling good. I'm going through here. David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, some of the top level guys. Mm-hmm. Have you done any digging yet? Have you have you done anything yet as you're digging inside trying to find oh, out?
7: Oh, I've had a few conversations on, on my reaches this year. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: Packers guys that you're feeling confident with. You, Ty Montgomery. I'm looking at the ESPN ranks right now. We okay. got Ty Montgomery as the number 16 running back overall. Wow. Number sixteen. And uh in the draft position at number 39 overall. That kind of seems like a stretch, doesn't it?
7: Uh, you won't find me reaching for him. No,
1: no. No. And if you have to go a little bit earlier to get him, I, I don't th- I had him last year too, in two of my leagues. I picked him up when he was still mm-hmm. transitioning over, and I, I think I maybe only played him one week. But right. He was a good depth guy to have. Yeah. You know, the flexibility of both a running back and wide receiver. Another thing, I don't know if he has wide receiver eligibility this year, or if it's just running back. Now, for the most part, use him as a running back. Right. Again, that flexibility where late in a draft you hit on a rookie, you hit on some guy, you pick somebody up on the waiver wire, whatever it Mm is, that's nice flexibility to have. Right. I don't know. You're not Uh, feeling good about Montgomery at 30? no, 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 no. All right, all right. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, they have him 40th overall in their scoring system at ESPN. Aaron Rodgers, big year, had a great second half last year. There were all the rumblings what, about week five through seven yeah. as he finally lost it. Bounce back for a full 16-game slate this year for Aaron Rodgers?
7: Absolutely. Of course. Abs- yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> I mean, what else am I going to say? A confident <laughs> Packers fan, a confident Packers fan. All right, give me a sleeper then. Give, give me a guy that you're pumped up about. Give me a guy down on the list. I got one that kind of jumped off the page to me, but uh, C.J. Proceis with Seattle. Mm-hmm. They're... Two running back system, Eddie Lacy's out there now, uh, Thomas Rawls, is he going to be... I, I just, the little bit that we saw at a size last year, again, a flyer, late. not a guy that I'm going to be expecting to be a starter, but I love to build depth. Right. Depth at running back, depth at receiver. Uh-huh. I'm taking one quarterback, one tight end, my kicker in defense in the last two rounds, everything in the middle, outside of those three positions is going to be a running back or a wide receiver. Strategy. That's what I do year after year. And I told you, I won three out of my four leagues just two years ago.
7: That, that's impressive. Three I, it's out been, of four it's been about four years since I've won a league. See, so.
1: see. A little help along the way with uh, some of our fantasy people. That's another thing. We're going to have our, our fantasy guys that are coming in throughout the season. So during that time, you'll have chances to you know ask questions about your team. We do that normally on Tuesdays right after the Monday night game, looking for pickups, things like that. We'll be able to help you along uh, throughout the season here on Jimmy B and TC, and help everybody out in fantasy yeah. football. That's what it's about,
7: right? That's what it's all about.
1: What's happening out of Draft House 50 is you guys get geared up. For people, A, get in our league, but secondly, you're with your buddies, you have your league, looking for a spot to go. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines, huge spot out there. you got the back room, you got the deck, beautiful weather outside. Mm-hmm. So, uh, people, how do they get involved? How do they get their league signed up and, and get that area?
7: You give us a call. Uh... And then what you do is just tell us what day you want to reserve your draft for, and if we have space available, we get you in. Okay. Uh, it is filling up, um, as it does every year around this time. So, yep. you know, call today, get your spot, yeah, and we'll get you in.
1: That'll be good. I, uh, in fact, I'm talking to my guys, that uh, the local league that I'm in with all the Des Moines guys, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be out there. Got to find the time that works out. I already got two drafts on Labor Day night. Oh God. <laughs> two that night. Usually, in past years, because both these leagues I've done, usually one was at like 6 o'clock, the other was like at 8.30, so there'd be maybe a little overlap at the end, but that was about it. This year, they're both going at 8 o'clock. So I'm going to have two drafts going on at the same time, Labor Day night. There'll be a college football game on, I'll be watching that, I'll be drinking grain belt and uh, having a good time There you go. Maybe I'll just come out to Draft House, bring my laptop along. Just do it out there. There you go. Then we don't have, don't
7: have we don't have Grain Belt, but uh... <laughs> you got everything else.
1: Everything but grain everything belt. else. Speaking of beer, what's uh what's the flavor now? As people as we get ready for fall and football season, are we starting to see more and more of the the autumn beers start to come out?
7: Absolutely. Um, Octoberfest is out. Mm-hmm. It's rolling like crazy this year already, which yeah. is nuts to think that it's still summer. It is, and Oktoberfest is out. But we have you know we have all their seasonals on. Um, and we're getting ready for a revamp for our fall season. So you'll see all those fall beers coming out very soon.
1: So you Do you like the fall beers?
7: I do. You do? Yeah.
1: I haven't got a taste for them yet. As you know, well, I'm I'm a very simple guy. Mm-hmm. When I come out to Draft House, it is Bud Light, Coors Light. Maybe I'll go crazy and I'll get myself a summer shandy. <laughs> uh, I, I do, when I go with the craft beer route, I like the Sours. Yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know. The autumn beers, I haven't found one that has exactly hit me yet. So next time I'm out, you'll set me up. Give Absolutely, me a couple, give me a couple different ones. Absolutely. Do you guys do flights of beers? Too? We do
7: flights. Absolutely. Yeah, we have I think five separate flights um, okay. that we have. Um,
1: yeah. Just we all we, we do
7: free sampling. So if you Ooh. if you ever want to try a beer and you don't you're not sure about it, you don't want to spend the money on a pint or a mug. Uh huh. We'll give you a little taste.
1: Okay. Well, don't tell Brinson that because he'll never pay <laughs> for a beer then after that. Now normally it's a seven and seven. He knows how that tastes. Right. So now that he knows he can get a free sample of a couple of things, that's all he needs and he weighs 110 pounds. Yeah. I and mean, give him three free samples and he's done. He's done. He'll just sit there and eat his food. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des, Mo- West Des Moines. We have Nick here with us as we're getting ready for our League of Champions Fantasy Football. Give the guys a call today. Get set up with your fantasy league, and our League of Champions will be Wednesday, September sixth. We're giving away a pint a day here on Jimmy B and TC. Nick, not just football. Cubs are going out. What's going on with the Cubs? What do you mean? What's going on with the Cubs? Well, they're they're floundering after that great start. After the break, we had you in there. Everything was well. and good. Everything was well. They yeah. stretched out the lead. All right, they're gonna run away. And now you got the Cardinals hot yeah, on their heels. Yeah. Maybe the Brewers have another run in them. Even the Pirates are hanging around, which is ridiculous to think about. Now I know you're confident because you're always confident mm-hmm. in your teams. But uh, would you be excited if we get to you know the back half of September for a month from today, September 15th, and we got a real race with the Cardinals and Cubs? Probably be good for business, right?
7: I, would, I was just gonna say that I would be <laughs> extremely excited if that yeah. was the case. Um, I'm comp- I mean, they'll 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 get in. They'll get I'm in. not I'm not worried about it.
1: Look at you. One more you 're a Hawkeye fan, too, yeah. I have been steadfast throughout the summer. Every time I come in, we talk hawkeyes,
7: mm-hmm.
1: and uh we talk maybe a little more liberally than i than I can on on the radio right a few more choice words. <laughs> a couple of mugs from Draft House will do that to me, but i 've been pretty steadfast. They look to me like a six and six team, and now, as camp has gone on, talked to a few people that were in Iowa City for Kid's Day over the weekend reports that we're getting, I'm starting to believe, even with this difficult schedule, that they're going to be a little better than that. Mm-hmm. I, still, the schedule, I can't pick them to be 10-2. No. When you got Penn State, Ohio State, the road games that they have this year, I can't go crazy. But I certainly could see this team with a chance, if they can beat Wisconsin, mm-hmm. if they can upset Penn State, something like that early on, I could certainly see this team, at the very least, you know, going into November with the chance of winning the division title, right?
7: Absolutely. I mean, I feel the same way. I'm always excited about the Haw- <laughs> you about Hawks, so I feel the same way. I mean, it, and you know how it is. It's just it's defense orientated, and we mm-hmm. just just got to get it done.
1: Yeah, every yeah. year, same it,
7: thing. It's the same thing every year. It feels like it's except for a couple of years ago when everyone was really, really excited. <laughs> yeah, but it's all the same thing every year. You know, we're kind of, okay. We'll be mediocre, and then next thing they kind of surprise you. So. Yeah, I, I.
1: It has the feel, and I normally I normally don't move off kind of where I am throughout the summer because mm-hmm. we talk about it so much it, it it really ingrains into your thinking, and I try to tell myself, you know don't get excited about the reports you're hearing from Ames from Iowa, from Iowa City. realize what you've done, the, the homework that I've done it's probably pretty good because for the most part, outside I want to say over the last ten years. I've been without, within a game of the way they finished eight of the ten years. Wow. Now, two years ago, no, I did not have them 12-0. Right. I did not have them 12-0. And, and also the 4-8 year, I didn't have them 4-8. Every other year, I've been within a game. I think I might move off the 6-6. Six and six. When I come out with my official prediction, it's going to be a little bit better than yeah. that. But people gotta Still right. got to wait. So a couple more weeks before right. we get to that. <laughs> Nick, good talking to you as always. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. That is Nick Drafthouse 50. Again, our League of Champions. It'll be Wednesday, September 6th. And your chance right now to qualify, give us a call, 515-264-1700 right now. We'll get you qualified, and each of our qualifiers will get a pint of beer, a pint a day, from Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Again, 515-264-1700. Get invited to our League of Champions. We'll have that Wednesday, September 6th. 515-264-1700. Stick and stay right there. We'll be back here in a moment.
0: 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and T.C., noon to 3, sports talk that rocks.
6: 1700 KBGG. American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck, they have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Topper's new location at the fair, just south of the
5: Varied Industries building. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register and you can be your own boss. Set your own hours and make great money as a